When someone decides to start something new, whether it's a weight loss journey or just a new lifestyle to take better care of their health, the first question that often goes through their mind is, what should I be eating? And today, I'm really excited to answer that question for you in a way that's simple and easy. It's completely doable, and it's based on the things that you enjoy and something that will simply slide into your lifestyle with minimum effort. Hi there. I'm your host, Lisa LaCasse. Join me every week as I share the latest trends, tips, and tricks to avoid the deterioration and diseases of aging. Nothing gets easier with age, but there's so much we can do to keep it from getting harder. Let's have fun adding not just years to our life, but life to our years. Hey there, thank you for joining me today. If we haven't met yet, I'm Lisa. I work with you on simple, easy ways to kind of manipulate your lifestyle to age in a healthy way. And I'm really excited about this episode today because it's so easy and it's enjoyable. One of the questions that I get asked most is, what should I be eating? And in a way, this has a very simple answer or list of answers. But to figure it out, I want to start by asking a two-part question and then answering the two-part original question. So just stick with me here. I know that what I just said was a little bit confusing, but let's get started. The question I have to ask you is, what are your goals? Who are you? Are you male or female? Are you 22 years old? Are you 52 years old? Are you 4'11 and weighing in at about 100 pounds? Or are you 5'11 and weighing in at 180 pounds? Are you someone that works a desk job and then goes home, orders takeout, and just feels so exhausted from the day that you spend most of your evenings sitting on your sofa, scrolling or laying in bed watching TV? Or are you someone that has to stand all day and walk most of the day during your job who goes home to a meal that you prepped over the weekend and then heads out for your pickleball game. Do you get five hours of sleep each night or do you normally get nine hours of sleep? Are you menopausal and going through hormonal changes? Would you say your stress is minimal or is it at an all-time high? And a lot of these answers will change from time to time. So you have to look at where you are right now when you start answering these questions in your mind. All of these things play a huge part in what your nutrition should look like and in what you should be eating. You see, in the past, the diet and fitness industry has taught us that there's a certain way to eat, a certain amount of calories, of a certain meal plan. And if we were lucky, they would divide this into four males and four females, which is at least a start, but that was as good as it got. And as I mentioned, there's a whole bunch of other factors. They told us that if we ate exactly what they told us to eat, we would be in great shape and most likely we would lose weight. And if we weren't in great shape and if we weren't losing weight, they told us that it was because we weren't being honest about what we were eating and doing And we clearly were cheating and not sticking to the plan. Really, 
Interesting, huh? Nobody likes to be called a cheater or a liar. Clearly, this was someone out for the mass marketed dollar and not someone that was working with you specifically. Did they really believe that a female six foot tall, 22 year old professional basketball player should be eating the same as a five foot four, 55 year old menopausal woman? Of course not. Not if they really knew anything about health and nutrition. Um, excuse me, Mr. Big Businesses, but why are us queenagers being so overlooked here? They never took into account all the factors such as our height, our weight, how active we were, how old we are, and so many more factors. For that reason, most of us didn't have a lot of success, which then made us feel like we couldn't do it, or maybe like we were different than everyone else, or simply like there was just something wrong with us. Then it was easy to retreat to being lazy again and eating the crap we knew wasn't good for us because what was the point of eating healthy and doing all the things that they were saying, but we weren't getting results, we were feeling guilty, we were feeling like a failure, and on top of it, we were being called a cheater and a liar. This isn't fun. And it doesn't take a brain scientist to figure out why we would be on again and off again on our diets. Be aware that all of these factors as to who you are really matters as to not only what you should eat, but especially how much you should eat, which brings us to part B of that question. And that is, what are your goals? Of course, someone who is looking to shed a few pounds is going to need a completely different nutrition plan than someone who has a powerlifting competition in the near future, which is also completely different than someone who's pregnant. Which goals are you setting for yourself to determine not only how much you should eat and which macro ratio you should be focusing on? That being said, we're not going to be talking about macros right now because this isn't the topic of this episode. And if you want to talk more about that, definitely send me a message and I will take that into consideration. I truly love talking about that stuff. Now, back to where we were. That was the two-part question I wanted to ask you to make where we're going next easier to answer. So here's the follow-up two-part answer. First, you should be eating whole ingredients. You should not be eating prepackaged, highly processed ingredients. Do you realize that when we're eating those highly processed ingredients, our body has to try to figure out what the heck they are? We naturally become inflamed and our bodies have to work hard to figure out what to do with them. Our organs are not able to perform the functions they're supposed to be performing because they're too busy in a state of chaos. They're trying to figure out what to do with these fake ingredients. Processed foods wreak complete havoc on our bodies. Let's get the obvious out of the way and do our best to keep processed foods to a minimum. Next on the hit list, sugar. It would be almost impossible for us to live with zero sugar. I'm not talking about added sugars. With a lot of practice and determination, it is possible to live with very little sugar, but I'm not even suggesting that because I do believe that there's a time and a place to treat ourselves and to use food for pleasure and celebration, and it just needs to be kept to a minimum. 
But even if you're avoiding added sugars at all costs, you're still getting natural sugars, especially from fruit. But almost all carbs turn into sugar once they're in our digestive system. That's another reason why we don't need to add our own. Our bodies will create them naturally. Now, here's the best part of the answer of what do we need to eat? We need to eat enough. Let me say that again. We need to eat enough. We don't need to eat what the diet industry tells us. We don't want, need to eat what our friends are eating on their latest fad trend. And we definitely don't need to be overeating. We simply need to eat enough. Can you honestly say that you've ever truly enjoyed that feeling at the end of the meal where you felt like you had to unbutton your jeans or go take a nap or simply the feeling you have when you're just in a self-induced food coma? Do you enjoy the guilt that you place on yourself afterwards when you're subconsciously berating and punishing yourself mentally for not stopping sooner? Don't feel bad. We've all been there. We've all done it. It's just part of being human. And the point here is that stuffing ourselves is a very temporary pleasure that leads to a whole series of negative thoughts and physical feelings in our body afterwards. And I'm not even going to talk about what happens in the bathroom later. The overeating example is obvious. And really, if we're honest with ourselves, so is eating what the diet industry is telling us if we take a minute to just think about it. When we're following someone else's plan, of course, we're going to feel moody, dissatisfied, and like going off the plan because we're not meeting our personal needs. We don't feel like we've had enough, sometimes physically, but almost always mentally. And our brains are telling us to go off the plan constantly. Eventually, it's a battle that we just can't win, even if we go into it with all the willpower in the world. So let's summarize and give you the answer in a nutshell to the question of what should I be eating? Learning to find nutrient-rich foods that you enjoy, having them accessible that you can just grab and go, and eating them until you have had enough is the simple, doable key to weight management. And if necessary, it can also be the key to weight loss. I think it's really exciting to know that we don't really have to count anything if we just learn to listen to the cues that our bodies are giving us and we're just eating enough of those things. Remember that knowing this means nothing or it won't help you in any way if you don't actually do it. Give it a try. If you shut out all the noise from the diet industry and the world around us and just do you, you really can't fail. If you haven't heard, we now have a Facebook community for women just like us who are looking to have a simple, doable lifestyle that crushes all of our goals as far as healthy aging, staying in shape, not just you know, on the outside, but absolutely on the inside that keeps us moving the way we've been moving in our youth, that keeps us energized and sleeping well. So I'd love to see you there. And I'll put the link in the show notes below just to keep it simple. 
I hope that you learned something today. Have an amazing day. And remember, you get to choose your future.